if I feel like I'm really maximizing my value and I'm solving a problem, to me, I'm successful and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. If I feel like I'm solving a real problem that's going to help make people's lives better, make the world a nicer place to live, more comfortable for future generations, and I feel like I have a role to play in that and I'm creating value and impact, um, that is success for me. Hello and welcome to Become a Chartered Accountant, a podcast from Chartered Accountants Ireland. This episode features Ayo Olabintam, who became a chartered accountant and is now at the commercial heart of sustainability in Ireland. Ayo Olabintam. Chartered accountant, and I work for a company called NTR PLC. <laughs> she didn't like accounting in secondary school, <laughs> funny enough. Um, I think my favorite subject was actually physics. I really enjoyed physics. We used to do pretty cool experiments, like we would figure out, you know, how light splits into a rainbow. We once built a fridge. So yeah, definitely I like to focus on, I guess, you know, how things fit in together and what value or impact they create. Decided to move over to Ireland, studied um, accounting and finance at Griffith College, Dublin. For, for a lot of the other bigger colleges, um, you know, UCC, UCD, DIT, Trinity, they would have some of the recruitment um, consultants or recruiters from Big Four to come over there, you know, to essentially woo the students or the, at least the top performing students as to why they should join their training program versus someone else's and, you know, the different opportunities it provides. But we didn't have any of that in Griffith. So we had to essentially go and find those opportunities ourselves. And um, what me and some of my college buddies did was, you know, we went online and we, we were pretty adamant in joining an accounting firm and training program. So we went online, we downloaded a list of all the accounting firms in Dublin, essentially, um, with their addresses, their emails, their phone numbers and key contacts. And we, yeah, we started cold calling, sending emails randomly, and in some cases walking down to offices and physically handing in our CVs. Three of us um, were two of my friends who I was on this journey with were all lucky to get jobs in Ernst & Young um, after I think one of us actually walked into the reception. We were lucky to meet one of the recruiters um, for the graduate program at the time. And um, yeah, she was, she was happy to give us a chance. Um, she took our CVs and we were, we were all hired. We worked there for three and a half years as part of the training program there. We got exposed to different clients clients from different industries. But then after my training, I decided I wanted to go more into the corporate finance advisory side of things. So I joined the transaction advisory team in the firm and then worked there for about two years until I joined um, my current company where I work, which is NTR PLC. It's a pretty deep question. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not sure I remember uh, what, what success was to me as a kid. Tell the cook to send me some orange juice and coffee, would it? So when I was really young, success for me was being able to stay up past a certain hour. I won't tell anyone, I promise. And I was looking forward to becoming an adult so that I could watch shows past 9 p.m. So whenever my parents sent me to bed, I would say, I can't wait till I'm, you know, <laughs> till I'm an adult. So, you know, I'll send them to bed and I can stay. <laughs> and it'd be my TV, it'd be my house. I think from, from when I started like forming my own values and my own value system, I guess, success for me was really about where can I create the most value and like making sure that at every stage of my career, no matter how young or junior I am in, in the scale of things, to make sure that I'm maximizing the value I can create um, and like my potential. 
from my teenage years, that was what I was looking for. I was looking at opportunities that, okay, where can I improve my skill set or maximize my value and impact? And it was mainly, I think, driven by just, I grew up in Nigeria and I knew there was a lot of solutions, there was a lot of solutions and things that could be solved if people are given the chance. And there's a lot of opportunities for a young person like me to, I guess, make impact. So that was really a main driver for me is like, how can I maximize my impact? So I worked on the investment team at NTR PLC. NCR is a sustainable infrastructure investor and um, we've done stuff in biomass, recycling um, as well. And the company actually used to own toll roads a while back. And now we're focused on renewable energy and we invest in renewable energy. So what we do essentially is we raise money from institutional investors, um, from pension funds to sovereign wealth funds, um, insurance companies. And then we invest that into renewable energy assets, wind farms, solar farms or energy storage assets. And um, we do that across Europe, our core markets, UK, Ireland, France, Italy, and the Nordics. And my role in that whole, in that big um, puzzle, I guess, is analyzing investments. So figuring out, you know, what investment opportunities would work for our investors. My daily routine would be, I guess, talking to lawyers, technical advisors, to try and understand what are the risks in this particular investment, you know, working a financial model to look at the returns of an investment, and then also working with our senior management team as well to make sure that we can actually acquire these assets, you know, and get the right price for these assets. SDGs mean, you know, to me personally, what it means is it's, it's a clear path for us to improve the standard of living in the world across the spectrum and for all people. That's what each of those different goals mean to me. Um, specifically, the work that we do at NTR with SDG 7, particularly, which is clean and affordable energy, um, is extremely important for parts in the world where, you know, all the carbon emissions are, could result in famine and drought and things like that, where people are already poor. And so that work that we do is very important to me, not just because it's going to clean up, I guess, the air, but I know that, you know, by transitioning to a cleaner energy, and making sure that you know we have the right resources in place, the right capital in place to invest in clean energy, particularly in the poorer parts of the world. You can actually bring people out of poverty. There's parts of the world where they don't have access to energy because the grid doesn't go out that far. So I'm, I'm African, so I've, you know, I've done a lot of research in this. You know, in Africa, I think only slightly more than 50% of the population is connected to the grid. Um, so no matter how many large-scale wind farms we build that we connect to the grid, those guys who aren't connected to the grid will never get that power, right? So you need to invest in more small-scale um, energy plants. And one of the few technologies that you can develop economically at a small scale is solar energy, which is clean energy. It's very important, not just to make the world cleaner in terms of you know, carbon emissions and climate change, but it also has, it's a double-edged sword in the sense that it will also give people access to electricity, lift them out of, out of, out of poverty and improve their standard of life. When I found out that I passed the final exams, oh wow, yeah, that was a really good feeling. I was in Toronto, I was in Canada with, with my best friend, so we, uh, we were partying, as, as you do in the, <laughs> in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, and I found out I passed, and it was, it was an amazing feeling. And yeah, and then, you know, woke up the next day and checked again, just making sure I wasn't just seeing things, and I was like, oh, I still passed. And um, yeah, that was, it was fantastic. For, for me, it, it meant like, you know, worked hard and earned something that increases my options, um, allows me to travel and work anywhere that I want, to work in different fields from having that qualification. Um, so for me, that was just, I was just extremely happy to have that designation and know that I can travel, I can change industries, um, and I have this you know, certificate with me to help me along that process. 
It's great to be a part of Shout to the Accountants Ireland because um, they've cre created a community um, that's very supportive. A lot of the members are people that I knew from when I was doing, you know, doing my training contract. Um, and even as we've all now become chartered accountants, we're still involved in different committees um, and different, I guess, micro communities within, the, within chartered accountants Ireland. Um, so there's that sense of community, there's that sense of support as well. That's really great when you're part of chartered accountants Ireland. Just, yeah, it's gonna sound like a boring answer because I, <laughs> I kind of said it before, but it really is the truth. It's just like maximizing my impact, you know. So for me, success is, you know, not to repeat myself, but if I feel like I'm really maximizing my value and I'm solving a problem, to me, I'm successful and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, if I feel like I'm solving a real problem that's gonna help make people's lives better, make the world a nicer place to live, more comfortable for future generations, and I feel like I, I have a role to play in that and I'm creating value and impact. Um, that is success for me. To listen to other podcasts in this series or find out more about the Flexible Route, go to charteredaccountants.ie.